Fresh off the grill. We are live. This is Fresh Off the Grill Podcast, your main number one podcast for all the hot MMA news, sizzling hot topics, and fighting events. We are done with Game of Thrones, so we're going to go back to our standard format. We got Rob here. What's up, everybody? Uh, what are we going to come off the top with? So, a little bit of news right off the top is Uriah Faber is ending his retirement and coming out to fight at Fight Night 155 July 13th in Sacramento up against Ricky Simon. Was there any other details released about this? He's just been thinking about it for a while. He never, unlike most people that retire, he never took his name out of the USADA testing pool, so there's no weight limit or anything like that. He's remained on the testing pool, and he's been tested just as regularly as someone that would be fighting. So he probably just had some nagging injuries and always planned on coming back. So the Cali kid is now the Cali comeback kid. We're going to be seeing him fight again. Yeah, and unlike other people that have retired and come back, I'm fine with this one because he wasn't getting his ass beat when he retired like fucking, whew, BJ Penn needs to retire, but it's not like Frank Mir when he retired just recently where he lost like four straight. He's, he hasn't been doing too bad, always in the fight game and just coming back probably mainly because it's in Sacramento, that's his hometown. Right, get the hometown comeback kid right there. Yeah. And then uh, some more fight news is this is going to be back to BKFC for the next event. It's taking place in Florida. And Florida has a weird, well, it's not a weird law, but the law states that to fight professionally, you have to wear gloves. And this is bare knuckle. Right. There has been a glove designed and approved by BKFC that still allows them to have their knuckles bare. But yet they're still wearing gloves. There were they wearing basically driving gloves that your knuckles could poke through? <laughs> I have no idea. It sounds so weird. I haven't seen a design for it yet, but I heard this news coming out from a couple different places. I was like, there's no way that's real. Looked it up today, and sure enough, yeah, they have this weird glove design. Haven't seen it yet, but it's going to allow the knuckles out in the open. Um, obviously there's, they run into legality depending on where they go because it's state to state laws, right? Yeah. For the most part. We were going to have it up in New Hampshire and then something happened with that. They just went to Florida instead. They just thought they had a better market there or? They're still trying to come to New England, they said, because I reached out to them on Facebook mm -hmm. and one of the people running the PR department told me that, but they didn't say why they weren't going to New Hampshire for this one. Maybe they just couldn't secure a venue for it. We'll be looking forward to go to it if it comes anywhere close to us. More on that as we get ahead on it, you know? Yeah. We also did something a little bit out of the ordinary, and we went over my cousins this weekend. Uh, TJ, who's been a guest on this lovely program, and we watched some AEW wrestling. Stands for All Elite Wrestling. I haven't watched a fucking wrestling event since The Rock left in like 2003. Yeah, I believe I've been out of the game since I was like 12, and I think Rob's in the same boat here. Yeah, definitely. Pretty entertaining for what it's worth. I mean, it kind of reminded me of old wrestling. It's still wrestling, Rob. No, I mean, like, old wrestling. A good kind of corny, but not like PG like it's going right now, I guess, which is a lot of the complaints of the people that still watch the wrestling. So they're, they're cool to swear and everything on this. And you said I left before the Gold Dust. I'm going to call him Gold Dust. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Gold Dust fight got really into it, but you were saying that there was blood, and that was probably the best match. Blood everywhere. This dude, I don't know if he cut himself too deep purposely mm -hmm. to try to like make a statement and have a big show but it was pretty cool lots of blood 
all over the canvas. Clearly some blading going on. Yeah, which is, I guess, illegal in the WWE, as well as shots to the head with anything. I mean, they're probably trying to combat some CTE. It's fine. (laughs) TJ was telling us, too, that like pile drivers and stuff are also illegal now. Yeah, they are. They were doing tons of them out here. Yeah. They don't give a fuck if anyone has a broken neck. Some of the interesting things you have straight from Japan wrestlers that are... Lots of Japanese wrestlers. That are basically anime characters, the way mm-hmm. they're screaming and flying around. Some interesting characters, to say the least. They had a cool guy with sunglasses who did everything in slow motion. Yeah, he like all toe kicks, basically. It was pretty funny. It's definitely different, but I can see the entertainment value in this new league. I hope the best for them, because fuck Vince McMahon. I haven't been following the WWE, so I can't really say as far as how that's going. But things get stale if there's only one guy around. I like UFC. I like Bellator. I think it's good for the sport if there's more products for everybody. Competition forces them to get better, no matter what you're talking about. I mean, that's probably a reason why the NFL's kind of going downhill. They have no real competition. It's kind of getting pussified. Not, not until the XFL comes back, baby. We're taking it back. Are, is that still happening? Of course it is. So, like, speaking of Vince McMahon, he was the one who started it initially. And he's he? starting it again. Oh, wow. Same guy, same shit. It's probably the same exact rules, and it'll probably last just as long. Yeah, like, where's the pool of players that that's coming from? It's just going to be all ex-NFL players or people that just weren't good enough? I mean, technically, it could be players from college. If you offer someone more money, why not go there instead? But offer more money than the NFL? Vince McMahon's a billionaire. He can offer a lot of money. And the NFL is going to be some of the highest paid athletes, let alone. Yeah, which makes it going to be mostly NFL cast-offs. Probably fucking former wrestlers. You're probably going to see Road Warrior and Hawk. <laughs> they got shoulder pads already. They're fine. Just One of them is dead. Throw them in Maybe there. both of them are dead, but... Doesn't mean he can't play, Rob. Yeah. Suit him up. Another interesting tidbit. About and... the wrestling? Yeah. Oh, why? What happened? First ever, we got to see the first transsexual wrestler. Transgender, I think would be the correct term. First transgender wrestler. <laughs> I'm keeping that in, too. Yeah, this fight promotion's first ladies' match or women's match, I don't know what what would be the Like a triple tag team female match, I guess? I don't even think it was tag team. I think it's almost like a a battle royale, like they were all from themselves kind of thing. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I was thinking about the Japanese one. And they fought one of which was, I guess her character was Native American is what they were going for. Dude, I don't even know what half the gimmicks were. But this bitch was so squared fucking shoulders that the whole time we were watching this, we're going, this is a man, right? There's no way that's a woman. I 100% said, I was like, that's a man. 100% that's a man that has the same shoulders, doesn't have those childbearing hips. Bitch built like a toaster. (laughs) Built like a toaster. And then Meredith was like, no, I just think it's a really, you know, masculine woman. I was like, no way. Absolutely not. Of course, we're talking about her name. The lovely Nyla Rose. Yes. And then the next day, well, we Googled it right then and there and found out, of course, it was a transgender woman. And the next day, TJ sends me a little picture because he's a fan of the wrestling promotion on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And it says... Does anyone have any good pics of Nyla Rose's feet? So there's people already out there looking for this fucking... And I'm telling you right now, those are going to be size 12 feet at least. 
That person was 6'3". Now, very smart that part of her costume has a loincloth that covers... The, the area. The area. with Obviously, it's already covered with spandex, but there's a little bit of extra flappage going on there to cover flappage or floppage. Yes, the questionable area. I think that this, this one's... She's pre-op, too. I'm pretty I, sure. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to find out. If you want to Google it for yourself, the first thing that happens when you Google Nyla Rose... Is a man? Question mark? Yeah, of course. Because I'm not the only one who saw that. I mean, you can tell. She's got a jaw. She's got a shoulder. It's not like there wasn't tough, masculine women that were fighting because there was also what it, what it, King Kong Bundy or whatever that that. Black... It was something like the Mighty Kong or some shit like that. It's, it's, a it's, giant it's... six foot two African American woman who looked like a woman. I just think, a big woman. I think what Rob's trying to say, some big black bitch. She fuck you up. I didn't say it. But yes, some fucking big ass lady who you could tell was a woman. Just a very big woman. Yeah. And then you look over her and you're like, all right. They're not the same. No. One of these things does not like the other. One of these things just doesn't belong. Can you guess which thing is not like the other thing? Before I finish my song. Exactly. Some <laughs> song goes like Sure. That. Um, that's the song but we wish them the best I don't know if I'm going to be watching any more wrestling anytime soon but good on them I mean if TJ invites me I mean I'll, 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 I like hanging out with TJ yeah, yeah I probably won't go out of my way and watch it on TV because I guess they're getting a deal with TNT or something yeah, I probably won't be watching those that's the way to go because with WWE obviously you have Smackdown I don't know if they still have Raw Probably. Uh, so in order to directly compete, you're definitely going to have to be on TV and easily On, on a weekly basis. Too, I mean, probably. it's a good idea not to make your own, like, exclusive format where you alienate new fan bases and, like, you know, new people to watching the sport. UFC. I don't know what you're talking about. Bellator did that, too, actually, with DAZN. They have some cards that are only on DAZN, which really the fucking f- sucks. What the fuck is DAZN? Is that the new fucking pie from Pizza Hut? <laughs> It's a fucking dildo calzone. It's fucking stuff with bullshit. I couldn't think of anything else that began with a D. (laughs) Rob loves dildo Dog shit calzone. Fucking dildo calzones are his favorite. No, but I had to go through two different free one month trials just to be able to watch Fedor and Chael fight. For one card? One fight each. Sometimes they'll put their best cards on that so you have to fucking get it. Which is ridiculous, and it started out at nine ninety nine a month. Now it's already up to twenty dollars a month. I mean, that's exclusively where Canelo fights, so all his fights are on DAZN now. None are on Showtime or HBO. It's kind of annoying. He has an exclusive deal or something. Yeah, his butt getting paid millions for fucking fighting on this garbage ass. And he platform. gets all the DAZNs he can eat. Yeah, dog shit calzones. Sure, not dildo calzones. Mm. So why don't we get into the card a bit? Yes. Coming up today, UFC Fight Night 153. The main event is Alexander Gustafsson versus Anthony Smith. And this is uh, happening in Stockholm, Sweden, so you got another hometown. Yeah, this is taking place 1 p.m. main card start time, Eastern. So, nice and early. You can still have your Saturday night free. I almost prefer those sometimes. Yeah. 
Well, especially when the fight cards go real long, sometimes, especially if you've been drinking, you might start dozing off yeah. by the time it gets to the main event. Start dozing off around like 11, 12 o'clock. This one's going to be over before dinner. There you go. So I, I like when that happens. But the main event is Gustafson versus Anthony Smith. Both share a common opponent in their last fight being John Jones. And not surprisingly, they both lost. Anthony Smith went the distance. However, Gustafson was finished. Unlike the last fight night we had, these fights are a lot more even. Almost all of them relatively within the same ballpark. Did you look at the betting odds on this one? Yeah. I mean, the biggest favorite on the card is in the main event, so everything else is pretty even. Should be some entertaining fights. Some fighters I've never heard on here. Also, some I have heard of, obviously. When they do these events, they usually try to get people from around the area. So there's lots of Swedish fighters on this card. So we can't pronounce any of the names. It's going to be tough. They've also got some Polish. Those are barely people, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, that's true. Before we get to the fight picks, let's take a minute to hear from our new sponsors. Up first, we have the plus 130 underdog Daniel Tamor versus the minus 160 favorite Sung Bin Jo. The Korean Falcon. That's a fucking cool nickname. And exactly why that's my pick. I'm going to go with Daniel Tamor, only because I've never seen this Sung Bin Jo fight. I haven't either, clearly, but um, with a name like that, how could you lose? Honestly. That's true. You know what I mean? You can call him Falcon. It's pretty cool. Up next, we have the minus 185 favorite, Demir Hadzovic versus Christos Yagos at the plus 150 underdog. I'm going to go with Demir. I'm actually going to go Christos on this one. I think he's uh, he's a little younger, a little bit more reach. Not by much on either of the things, but I, I think it's worthwhile. You know, Greek pizza is pretty good. It's all right. Greek, it's all right. You know, Greek yogurt. It's good. I, I eat it quite a bit. It's got protein in it. Up next, we have the plus 100 underdog Makwan Americani versus the minus 130 favorite Chris Fishgold. I'm going with Makwan. I'm going with Goldfish because, you know, they're the snack that smiles back. They're crispy. I got them in my lunch bag right now. They're good. <laughs> this is going to be how all my, all my picks go. <laughs> well, you are fucking hungry. I hear your stomach rumbling. Yeah, it's true. Up next, we have the plus 175 underdog, Jimmy Manoa, versus the minus 225 favorite, Alexander Rakic. I'm going with Alex, and that's also Rob's lock of the week. I'm going with Alex, too. Um, Manoa's just, he's too goddamn old. He's, he's about to reach 40. Man. Yeah, he's pretty close to 40. This guy's, what was he, 27? Significantly younger. Dude should probably retire, to be honest. You might as well call Alex undefeated, because he hasn't lost since his first MMA fight, and almost all of his victories are by way of knockout. Yeah. So it, it's not looking good for Jimmy. So it seems like his only loss is lack of experience, and then... Yeah, yeah. and that was by submission. In the co-main event, we have a pick'em fight, minus 120, Vulcan Uzdemir versus minus 110, Alir Latifi. I'm going to go with Vulcan on this one just because he needs a win desperately. He's lost three in a row. Striking is better than Latifi's, but then again, Latifi is a good wrestler. He can take him down and grind him out, which is what his opponents have done to him in his last three fights. I'm going Vulcan as well. Usually the three losses, it marks the end of a UFC career, so or at least go into another promotion, so hopefully. Yeah, very rarely do you get that fourth loss, unless you're BJ Penn, you have seven. 
BJ Penn is a, an OG in the sport, so I think he deserves it. He's a vet. He's he's getting pretty close to a fucking losing record right now. Uh, I think he's like 13 and 10. Yeah, Latifi's no slouch, but I'm definitely going to go Vulcan on this one. Yeah, I think his striking is going to be a little bit too much for Latifi. So in our main event, we have the minus 310 favorite, Alexander Gustafson, versus the plus 240 underdog, Anthony Smith. I'm going with Gus on this one. I think he's the best light heavyweight not named John Jones or Daniel Cormier. Yeah, I, I agree. And I also think that his lankiness kind of plays in his favor for the most part. Also, he doesn't fight like John Jones, but he's built like him. He's always got good reach. He moves around well while he's striking. I think this is definitely his fight. Yeah, I, I have a feeling he's going to finish Anthony Smith. I like Anthony Smith. He's one of the more likable guys in the UFC, but I don't see how he wins this fight. Gus has been hit harder by bigger people. Hasn't gone down outside of Anthony Johnson, really. And if you want to go off of, he's got the hometown advantage in Stockholm. Last time he had a hometown advantage, he got fucking knocked out by Anthony Johnson. Eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> and now we have Rob with this week's Misconnection. I never asked for the All right, this one's near Peabody. It's titled Leg Up in Your Car. It's a short one for you guys. We kept the cat and mouse peekaboo going. You smiled because I was staring at how the seatbelt pulled at your blouse and made your boobs look awesome. Was it my imagination or did you touch yourself too? Where are you, red Nissan rogue girl? Did a 16-year-old kid write this? Fucking noob master 69. Whoa. The seatbelt made your boobs look awesome. They're fucking good boobs. Whatever it is, it's a loser. <laughs> I don't think any of these people that write these are winners, Rob. I found a couple of boring ones looking for this one. One was a guy just looking for a drinking buddy. That's that's fucking sad as shit. <laughs> I'm a five foot ten brown hair, blue eyes. Good-looking guy just looking for a couple of bros to throw some back. You know what, too, is that the dating apps, they usually have a thing for work. And, and friends. A, and friends. So you can always switch. Like, I think you can switch Tinder or Bumble to friends. Looking for friends. Yeah. That's kind of funny. I mean, dude, it's better than fucking going on casual... I mean, no, it's not even casual encounters anymore. They got rid of that. It's better than going on misconnections Craigslist. Yeah, it is. I mean, how old is this dude looking for friends? 40. Oh, see, that's why. Looking for a good old drinking buddy in Boston. Boston. Fucking loser. Hey, we'll drink with you, guy. I won't. You know, raise my glass to that guy, my glass of water. <sighs> That'll about wrap us up for tonight, today, tomorrow, whenever. Forever. So, till next time, adios. Peace. Oh shit, that train's early. And now we have Rob with to this week's. And now we have Rob with this week's. It's, it's, it's. Tina, fuck off.
Dude, what are you doing? You're gonna destroy this table. Yeah, fucking lay down. Let the rock remind you of something. You ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. You ain't no superhero. Not like the Scorpion King. You're a hundred pounds of nothing. Five feet nothing. Oh, excuse the rock one second. Excuse the rock. His cell phone's going off. Oh yeah. Hold on. Cacao, hello. Hey, it's nothing. He says he knows you. You're nothing.